we're on. That was my cue for my guest. A uh, a guest. I'm we're, we are at JJ Twigs down on Darty Ferry Road, where the soccer people meet. And the story goes is that there's soccer, and then there's soccer. This woman, this coach, this player, this soccer player, real thing since knee height or grasshopper, she uh, used to play uh, with Vader. Uh, he was coached for J.B. Marine. That's correct. Yeah, and, and went up through those and then went over to Jeff Robin over at Oakville. Now, we know her as Coach Guns. Everybody else is, is Sarah Gunther. That's correct. Now, is Gunther your maiden name or married name? Uh, it's my only name I know. I've never been married. Boom, boom. All right, then. It's just a whale. Uh, don't know yeah. nothing. All right. Uh, Gunther it is. Yes, uh, like the weapon. I always tell my students because it, it's got an E in there that's silent that always gets everyone all confused. But Nice. Like the weapon. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and I have to correct you on the Robin. It's actually Dave Robin. Who I, I apologize. Yes, Forgive yes, me, Robins. That's all right. That's all right. Man, were they cousins or brothers? Uh, that is his uh, nephew. Oh, Jeff is. oh yes. man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, thank you for correcting me. There's this. a lot of Robins. But oh, yeah. I would get hate mail or something. Uh, uh, maybe a little bit. Uh, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, not at all. <laughs> but, uh, Sarah, as soon as I uh, first met you, it was during a uh, a coaches tour that uh, you and I and a bunch of other high school coaches had for St. Louis City at a tip and twelve and got together for us. Mm-hmm. And you have a a presence about you that is undeniable. I can imagine what you looked like when you were a teenager playing on that field, <laughs> but the uh, the story goes is that from there, you you belong there. You you had your stuff. You paid all the dues and and uh, took all the courses and everything. And you were, you know, a bona fide uh, high school soccer coach. And I applaud you. And uh, when I thought of getting. Uh, one of the uh, you know podcasts together, you were on the top of the list. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll go with that ooh, one. Yeah. All right. Like yeah. Right. <laughs> and so it it goes, is that uh, when you you have two uh, microphones and a uh, a laptop, you can be a podcaster. You know, uh, you just say you are, and uh, the deal is. Is that you know every when you when you have your own you can do almost anything you want. Uh, so you're whale certified now. All right. Yeah, Sarah. Yeah. 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 Love that. Right on. You need to get me one of those stamps. Boom boom. 
Well, you know, many it, times take, I sign so, my name in a day. Yeah, be great. I yeah. got tendonitis. Yeah, boom, boom. <laughs> but you'll be Coach Guns, Coach Guns. See, that's the stamp I need. Yeah, without yeah. the E. Boom, boom. <laughs> so there it is. I'm here, and I came all the way to present that to you because being help us to understand being one of the first if not the first woman varsity soccer coach in the program I got that right at Oakville at Oakville yeah mm-hmm. that is uh, you know soccer legend from from the get go how does that feel what does that feel like what is the story with that I mean Whenever I was the apprentice to the legendary Dave Robin for all of those years, and and I mean, I, I always knew of Dave even when I was playing at the high school level as being this phenomenal coach um, across the way. For me, a lot of the girls that played on my club team under Vader, uh, we we all played, you know, against each other in high school ball. Yeah. And... Um, I mean, they just raved about it. I mean, of course, you know, there are girls that have different ideas about coaches. You know, not yeah. everyone's going to love everybody. But for the most part, everyone had, you know, great things to always say about Coach Robin. Um, and whenever I got into the scene of teaching and I went into, you know, the big reason why I became a soccer coach or a teacher was because I wanted to coach as well. Whenever I graduated college... I mean, I was approached to play pro, but that was back in a day when pro sp- pro soccer for women was not really the a big deal. It was so it was kind of taking shape and form. And um, my boyfriend at the time had played; he played for the MLS, and he really wasn't getting. You know, he played for the Fire, and he wasn't really making money and doing much up there. Yeah. And I just was kind of like, what am I going to do if I go into this league? I need to kind of maybe put my eggs in my career basket. And so I turned it down and continued to just focus on my career, but I was lost. Like, I had to see therapy. I actually went and saw a therapist after I stopped playing competitive soccer in college. Thank you for sharing that. I mean, I, I that's how I identified myself my entire life. I yeah. mean, from my dad played college ball for Lindenwood, and um, I'm the firstborn, and, you know, when I could walk there was a soccer ball at my feet <laughs> so i mean i didn't really have a choice yeah. <laughs> and um i mean of course i fell in love with it and it became yeah. my life yeah um and i you know played at a very high level the highest level in club ball with vader at jb marine um and then played at missouri state and had a great career there uh actually got in- inducted in their hall of fame um uh, yeah, this Beautiful. past year was pretty awesome. Um, and uh, I, <clears throat> you know, when I graduated, I, I really was just like lost because I didn't know who I was without soccer. And um, so I saw therapy and I my mom was so smart because she's like, you know, Sarah, you need to do what in your life what what makes you happy and and my my undergrad was you know biomedical science and I kind of needed a master's with it and I really didn't know what I wanted to do and so she's like why don't you 
coach soccer and you could teach science. And then that way you get this closure with, with you know, soccer in your life. So I, I applied and I, you know, I went and got my master's and did all that. And then um, I got a job at Oakville. So immediately I'm like, I'm going to knock down Dave Rovin's door. Wow. And I'm going to see if I can't get into the soccer program somehow, some way. Because one of the things that always set me apart from, like, other players in my playing days, and I think what made me such a good player was the fact that I saw it from a coaching standpoint as a player. Nice. And now as a coach, I understand what that means, like having that soccer IQ. Like, you know, you have your players that are great players. Yeah. But they don't really have that other perspective. They can't really set themselves apart from being a player and then and in, in putting themselves in a coach's perspective. Right. And, and that to say that they're not great players, you know, they're, they're, they could still, you know, be scrappy, do great things. But, you know, it, it, they, they're kind of not versatile in that sense. They don't have that extra soccer knowledge. They can't try to describe to you, well, what steps did it take for you to get there? Where should the ball have gone here? What was the next play? Did you get your head up and look over there and see, you know, what can take pictures of the next moment? They're just in the moment. Yeah. You know? And so as a player, I used to actually go in Missouri State. I'd sit with Coach Brewer, who was my coach at Missouri State, and we'd talk a lot about your opponents coming up and uh you know i always was man marked and so he would you know come in and be like okay the scouting report's going out they you know they're gonna man mark you so we got to figure out what we're gonna do or i would be assigned a mark so i would man mark so it would be like you know something that i would always have to have these extra special moments and i was always told you know sarah you'd be a great coach one day so that was always like in the back of my mind and I like people and I like, yeah. you know, corralling people and talking to people. And, you know, I'm a teacher, so I do it on a daily basis in front of my students. And so, like I said, my mom was brilliant when she was like, you should just coach and you could teach, you know, because in that way you're teaching what you love because I love biomed. So it's not that, you know, I don't love what I teach, too. I do love that. But soccer was my life and it's yeah. how I identified. Right. And so doing that gave me both. So, and it's what I've been doing for 18 years now. So I've, something crazy that I just realized, I've now been a coach longer than I was a player. Oh. And that's such a weird moment for people who are players, you know? Yes. To get to that point of their lives, to be like, holy crap, like if you've become a coach, you know, like I'm actually, so now when I identify, when, when it comes to soccer, I don't really identify myself as a player as much as now I identify myself as a coach. And I and I I loved myself as a player. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that I don't still get out there and I play with my girls and yeah. I leave it all on the field cuz yeah. I do. I yeah, mean, I can't yeah. walk for 3 days afterwards. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like yeah. I I still but I I love I loved who I was as a player. But I really love who I am as a coach. Right. I really love who I am as a coach. It shows. And um, it has become, hopefully, you know, like my legacy of who I am. And I hope, you know, one day the things that they say about, you know, Dave Robin, you know, and, and, and all these other, Vader and, you know, Mickler and, and all, everybody, you know, I hope one day I can be, you know, that, that first, you know, varsity head coach at Oakville that was a female 
that they'd be like, oh, yeah, and there was coach guns. You nice. know, and so that's something that is my bucket list, you know, my inspiring dream to, yeah, right. to be that. And, and, and I feel that. And, it, it, you know, I'm now going into my seventh season as the head coach, and I couldn't be more excited. I mean, we've got four weeks till day one, yep. today. Yep. And um, I'm, I'm more than thrilled with, you know, everything we got coming on, even though, you know, we lost 12 seniors and it seems like it's going to be a rebuild year. I kind of would beg to differ. So I'm, yeah, that's right. I'm excited. Yes, you are. <laughs> Should be. Yeah. The story is I picked one thing, a plane in the future. Of had you know that you understand th- does it play after this, you you got to keep the play going, and 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 the, the, in my research of coaching is they they talk about you have to play in the future. Dude, you're gonna have to know a couple steps ahead, and so uh, I want everybody to know we're JJ Triggs, and they just brought over the. <laughs> <laughs> the hors d'oeuvres and uh, I tell you I, I've been waiting I've been looking and uh, we, we're going to take a little pause and we're going to have a little uh, little dinner and then we'll come back 